0: Hello, I'm Allison Andrews, and you're listening to Content Hacks. This is a podcast to make creating content easier for you. And Rachel Klapp-Miller joins me, as always, here um, to talk about the best content advice we've ever been given. Yes,
1: thanks, Allison. I think we have both been given a lot of great content advice and uh, happy to share with the masses. I think I know a lot of advice I've been given has made my life easier, so I'm happy happy to share. Mm -hmm. It comes down to one simple point, that whether you're creating content for a store, a restaurant, a clothing company, a computer company, a large enterprise B2B company, Good content is good content, and the fundamentals of creating good content and executing good content are, are the same.
0: They are. And so we have called, called decades of experience, if you will, and kind of boiled it down to a few of what has been the most helpful for us. So hopefully um, it will do the same for you. For me, one of the best pieces of advice I was ever given about content is to tell them what you're going to tell them tell them and then tell them again. And the heart of this really goes to the importance of setting up and wrapping up your message. Um, it not only helps guide the reader, but it puts the reader from the very beginning or the consumer in the right frame of mind to hear and to digest the information that you have for them. Um, and the wrapping up is just to really put a button on it to give them, to to leave them with a final thought, um, to tell them you're done and to ha- to tell them, okay, start processing what I've said, basically.
1: Yeah, and that piece of tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and tell them again also helps give your writing great
0: flow. Right. If you are if you have a problem with um, where you're going next, if you keep that in mind, that kind of keeps you on track as well.
1: So one of the best pieces of advice I've ever given was from a mentor of, of mine. Right after I left news and I was doing some... PR writing for him, and I remember being on the phone with him, and he was talking me through what I had to write, and he said to me, Rachel, remember, this is not news. And I laughed, and I think some of my journalism friends out there who are listening might roll their eyes a little bit, but it's true that when you're writing on behalf of a brand or a business, it takes a, it takes a different mindset. You're incorporating facts, but you also need to incorporate positioning into the content. You're still trying to inform, but you also need to persuade and demonstrate value for the reader on what you're discussing.
0: For sure. Um, And I think that doing that, positioning that, also... uh, If that positioning element is there, it also makes the content more appealable to media, to other people who may not traditionally consume your content because you've added value.
1: Right. They see the benefit, the G-Wiz factor.
0: Right, right. Um, And that kind of goes to one of um, what I would say is my next best advice, which is of the five W's, right? We all know the who, what, where, when, and why. The why in content is the most important because it gives you that value. It gives you that purpose for that. You're writing it to begin with. So if somebody um, is writing a news release about um, somebody in the company who gets an award or you're you're started a new campaign or a new product line in and of itself. That's not news, as you were told. Um, So what about it? What's the why that you created the line? What's the why that makes this award significant? Um, Always go back to that. And when I read, go back and I reread the content that I write through that filter, I often find that sometimes um, I might have known it, but it's important for me to write it so that everybody who reads it knows it.
1: Yes, and also good check for your headline or the title of your press release. or The headline for a blog is, is the why in there?
0: Right. Oftentimes your why is your hook to what why anybody would be interested in it in the first place.
1: That's a good double check as you're looking at your writing. And I think that comes down to my next piece of advice that I've been giving is not overlooking the importance of good proofing, which is pretty simple. But... Everybody always talks about proof. Did you proof what you read? You say, yes, yes, I did. But one of uh, my colleagues told me when I'm proofing to print something out, take it, and remove yourself from all distractions. Go to another room. Go away from your computer. Sit. Read it. Read it out loud. Read it silently. Read it a couple of times. But for me, as somebody who's like constantly on her phone and you know, recording a podcast and maybe checking her phone while she's talking, um, that it, to remove distractions is a really good tip that has helped me become a better proofreader.
0: Well, and I—it it is hard. It's hard to go from a content writer to a proofreader. It definitely requires a different kind of mindset. Because in our heads, we know what we think we wrote. And when you go back and look at it, minus the distraction, you see... You didn't always write what you think you wrote. Um, And only by doing that through the proofreading do you you pick up on that sometimes. I mean, I have have misspelled the name of something. And when I read it in my office, my brain reads it right because I know what it's supposed to say. But until I put on the proofreader hat and then I go, oh, how did I spell this wrong? It, it, little things like that can get through. Exactly, exactly. Do you have any other tips or advice? I think one of the things is people aren't going to remember every detail that you tell them, but they will remember how you make them feel. And that ultimately what we're doing is, in telling these stories, is sharing emotion. And your content needs to tap into something people can connect to. Again, a lot of times that goes back to the why, right? What we can relate to. But more often than not, even if you, whether you're watching something on the news, whether you read something on the, in a, you know, in a blog, online, again, you're not going to remember, even if you look at the presidential election, do we remember everything that ever, all the details that people say? No, what we remember is how a person or an article or a newscast or a blog makes you feel. That is what keeps you coming back.
1: Yes, I think emotion is such a critical component, and emotion can play into anything. It's not just uh, great feature stories that relate to your organization. It can be, you know, I've talked before how I write a lot of content for sales organizations. Like, as a seller, what you do matters is a phrase that we use a lot. John Kaplan, my colleague, says that a lot. What you do matters. So, if you believe that you are making a difference with the product that you sell, that is awesome, and that's emotion. People are connected to content when they're connected to the
0: emotion of that content right right um but as as we know that once you have all of those good pieces together right that you have written with emotion you've told them what you're going to tell them you've really made the why crystal clear you've proofed it over that's just the first step
1: right yeah writing that is one step and When you write it, I think another great piece of advice is to really think about how you're gonna position the content, like where is this going? Where is it living? How are you gonna promote it? And then ask people to promote it. You would be surprised at the amount of traction you can get with your own content by asking your friends, your colleagues, your your LinkedIn connections, hey, please read this. Let me know what you think and share it with your network.
0: And they're gonna be more happy to share If all of those elements are there, right? Because again, good content is good content, no matter what it is.
1: Right. I'm not sharing anything that's not good. (laughs)
0: That's right. You're not because you really wouldn't because you'd be like, "Uh," you know, or you kind of flinch like you feel like you need to. So don't put somebody in that position. Make your purpose known, write with emotion. Remember, like you say, that what you say matters and make sure that that comes across in the content, whether it's, you know, something routine to, 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 to something that is, you know, the biggest initiative that your company's ever done. I mean, all of that, th- there is room for what we've said in all of those pieces.
1: Great advice, Allison. You too, right? Okay. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this podcast. Thank you for joining us for Content Hacks.